Welcome to Art Talk Live. I'm your host, Julia Noyes, from the Noyes Art Gallery. I'm interviewing artists for your listening pleasure. Haven't you ever wondered why artists do what they do or what inspires them? So here we are, live, to give you the inside scoop. Welcome to Art Talk Live. This is Lynette Fast with Noyes Art Gallery. We appreciate KZUM supporting us with our podcast. And thank you so much for joining us. With me in the studio today is Ashley Stevens, one of our new artists at Noyes Art Gallery. And you can come down to 119 South 9th Street and visit our gallery any day, Tuesday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And don't forget, Every first and third Friday, we are open until 9 p.m. And Ashley is one of our uh, member artists who works the gallery, so you'll even see her there a couple days a month and many of the openings. She's around. She likes to be a very active part of the gallery. Ashley, thanks for joining me today. Hi. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Well, we are excited to learn a little bit about you, and I want to hear about your art today, you know, about your life, what is your passion, and what feeds your soul. And so let's just start with my opening question for everybody. Please share the time when you first remember thinking of yourself as an artist. Um, the first time I ever really thought of myself as a real, true artist I uh, would have to be when I sold uh, my first painting to a tattoo artist. <laughs> um, I sold the painting to a tattoo artist, and his first question was, you know, would you like this on you? When I uh, told him it was my first painting, you know, I ever sold. And so now I have two skulls on my forearm that <laughs> uh. it means a lot to me, and uh, now I feel like an artist, I guess. <laughs> it's the first time. It was probably um, around nine years ago, eight years ago or so. Mm-hmm. And, and what, that was in Texas. <laughs> oh, in Texas, too. So you're yes. not exactly from this uh, Midwest area then? No, I, um, I've kind of moved around, um, but mainly my, uh, I, you know, I grew up in Texas and I met my husband and we moved to Utah and then now we live in uh, Nebraska. I've lived here for about six years now. Um, and I really have zero plans to leave. I love it so much. <laughs> Fabulous. Well, where were you? Uh, what was it like when you were a little kid and growing up? Did you think about art? And why might oh. you have been led to an art kind of career? Oh, I, uh, I mean, I was constantly uh, painting. And I mean, I was in AP art in high school. I actually taught um, six to 12 year olds art in uh, summer camps with a college professor. And uh, in Southlake, which is a smaller town in Texas, <laughs> but not too small at all. Um, but we taught six to 12 year olds uh, drawing, uh, photography. We taught them uh, even uh, uh, cake decorating. It was really fun. <laughs> we would change weekly and I got to lead a drawing class at that point. And really, I really appreciate her and really putting me forth in like just an artistic career, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes we learn more about what we're doing by teaching it to somebody else. I agree. And it really gave me a passion for art. Um, it gave me, you know, and I was 
you know, constantly in school working on art. You know, people would get out early about like three hours um, for senior year because you have all your credits done. Um, but I would stay all the way to the end of the class, to mm. the end at 3.30 because I had four more art classes that I didn't need to take. I just wanted the opportunity to. So Wonderful. Kinda, I'm kind of crazy. <laughs> well, not really. When you really have that passion, you know, you go for it. You yes. mentioned you mentioned AP art. I would love for you to explain a little bit more what that's about. When I taught at North Star High School, I started an AP art program there, and it's rather new here in Lincoln. In fact, North Star might be the only school with an AP program. Tell us what it's like as a student being in an AP art program. Well, it's completely different than the regular high school art classes. Um, high school art classes, generally, you have, you know, six weeks to create an art piece. Um, and, you know, in AP art classes, you have to commit, uh, you have to create a whole portfolio within um, a certain amount of time. I believe it was January was my submission date, but I could be completely wrong. Yeah, It's been a right. long time since yeah. high school. <laughs> yeah, it's still the same. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm doing this from memory. But, um and you would have, oh, my gosh, we would have to create four different things in um, a two-week period. You're constantly, you're on a crunch time. You're doing a college course and a high school amount of slot time. Yes. Um, and it's just, but you also have the resources and, you know, you have a really great access, you know, depending on the art department, to art and people constantly, um, you know, creating your process or and helping you with your own and, it's just a wonderful experience, but mm-hmm. it's very hard work. <laughs> it's very intense. And yeah. as there are other AP courses offered in high schools, uh, AP means advanced placement. And uh, kids can take those for college credit, or they can take those just to accelerate their learning and receive high school credit. And so, um, yeah, a lot of uh, folks take, you know, math and science and history and classes like that for AP placement and college credit, and there is an AP art program. Yes, and that would be, uh, you know, that's an amazing program, and anyone who has access to it has the ability and want and drive to do it. I I suggest it. I encourage it. I think you should. Yes. <laughs> <Just> do it. <laughs> yes. And uh, you you talked about preparing a portfolio, and this isn't just collecting your art from the semester kind of portfolio. It is putting together a serious portfolio that professionals are looking at. And yeah, you have a focus um, that you have to create. At least that's what our 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 process was. You Mm -hmm. had a focus that. Um, I believe six out of the 12 pieces that you put in mm-hmm. um, have to be the same item. Um, of like, so you're An example is a pair. You could use it in Impressionist style. Um, you can use it in a pop art style. You can use it, uh, but you still have to draw a pair. You can do a zoom macro shot of it, but it's still a pair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you have different mediums that you have to do, like drawing, painting, photography. Well, I don't know if Photography was one, but I know digital media was one um, and stuff like that. You'd have to submit that whole portfolio and Mm -hmm. you could just 
go for it. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah, but you do. Like you said, you have to have that personal, individual drive and, you know, that passion to push that forward and, and do your best work. That portfolio yeah. then is submitted nationally, and they review hundreds and, well, I should say thousands of portfolios. Yeah, and, a lot. <laughs> yeah, coming from all over the country. And um, then uh, awards are presented to those portfolios as far as um, kind of a critique review. And if your portfolio does receive uh, gold awards, then um, that that has a significant check mark on your resume going on into college and things like that. Uh, so those higher higher level um, critiques are are very valuable for placement and and also for um, college scholarships and things like that. Well, it's, it's so worthwhile. <laughs> yes, it really is. Okay, so AP, Advanced Placement Art. And I do know that around Nebraska, there are a few schools that do offer that. Any school can offer it. The teacher just has to go through specialized training and um, specialized accreditation. And then you can offer that in your school. So uh, let's just move right on more about your work now as a professional. You're a photographer, and in the gallery <laughs> I see mostly color photography. I do do mostly color. Um, I have a black and white wall art piece at the Passageway Gallery in downtown Omaha. Um, that piece has exposed aluminum. Um, and it is a grain silo that has exploded a little bit from the floods in April. So it's really uh, dramatic. <laughs> mm. um, but I try to keep my work moving in different ways. Um, I don't like to stick to one type of medium. So um, when, when presenting my artwork, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I do a lot of acrylic work uh, where I do uh, cutouts where I, you know, have a vector and we create <clears throat> a, uh, you know, a shape. I have a piece that is actually a sunflower with a uh, butterfly, uh, uh, I would say hovering, <laughs> um, above the center of the mammoth sunflower um, with, the, uh, with the sunflower petals cut out. And that piece is also at the passageway. Hmm. Um, I need to um, bring in a... Great. Um, I've got so many ideas. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's kind of bursting. I have, I, but I also do canvas and I do um, traditional sublimation uh, metal and a couple different other uh, ways to present wood being another one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, I think our listeners might need to understand or um, realize what you're talking about. Uh, what is an acrylic print on uh, uh, photography, uh, you know, what is a canvas print and a metal print and a wood print? So I have my image that I created. Um, I have a piece, for example, where I went down to the top of Mount Mauna Kea. Um, that one's actually, that, that mountain is in Big Island and uh, it's in the news right now due to the protests of the observatory. Um, but I went on top of that mountain and photographed the sun coming down above the sky. It is just gorgeous. I love it. <laughs> wow. But I put that on a Lester E-panel, which is a print that um, is a laminated print 
and placed on a, of, of a flat panel and a wire hung on the back. <clears throat> and that piece I have uh, hanging and again, the passageway. And uh, I would like to eventually place it on uh, a metal sublimated print, which means the inks are heated up to 525 degrees and uh, burned into the aluminum uh, panel itself. Um, I present my different wall art, which is um, my, you know, my photography presented on the wall. You know, if you get a canvas print of your portrait, for example, you have mm-hmm. <laughs> a wall art. Um, I create those as well, but for my art pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and those, those are kind of fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, it varies between uh, what the image is, what I try to create it in. I had pieces at the noise gallery um, that I called Fractions, which is a metal piece that has been uh, cut up into five pieces or one into three. And they have each piece of the metal, so similar to kind of like a puzzle, I guess you would kind of say. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes they're known as triptychs, but I wouldn't consider it a triptych because they're not like a traditional triptych, which is equal on all three sides. It's broken down into five you know, pieces, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and one being a larger one in the center. So it really does change uh, per image, but I have made that on just a flat panel as well. And, you know, it just Mm -hmm. depends on what the image, I feel like, speaks out, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And what what material it should be presented on. Yes. Um, You know, I do offer prints as well that I make myself that are photo prints. Um, and those I make on an Epson P800, which uh, is a wonderful fine art printer. Um, and it p- prints with 10 different pigment inks. And I use a metallic luster or a metallic gloss paper. So it gives, uh, it has metal infused in the paper and it gives a really nice light outside of the image. It's really nice. Mm, <laughs> wow. And, and, you know, I have to order all those in and. It's mm-hmm. just fun. So mm-hmm. they don't offer that in Nebraska. It's really cool. <laughs> ah, beautiful. Okay. Well, when we look at your photographs, they have a beautiful, sharp sparkle to the colors. And I can tell by you describing your process, uh, some of that is because of the materials it's printed on, too. Uh, I, there's just a very unique sharpness and clarity Uh I, and I do think it comes through from some of those metallic and kind of luster-type surfaces. Thank you. And, you know, it um, there's a thing called fine art prints uh, where it depends on the DPI, which is, you know, dots per inch. Mm-hmm. And that really creates the, um, the sharpness of the prints. Um, outside of the plastic container, they're really cool. They have another shimmer hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a couple of clients talk to me how they don't want to put it in a frame <laughs> yeah yeah um, they just want to look at it it's fun mm-hmm. um and it's just I'm, I'm so happy to create that it's just is really hmm. exciting i looked forever for that paper <laughs> mm. well there is uh there are so many options of how you can present your work as a photographer now and you do have you mentioned uh uh, your photograph of a mountain in Hawaii. And now I also see barns and old country roads. 
um, the state capital of Nebraska. It seems like you're also finding some love of the landscape here in Nebraska. I would say I'm already in love with the landscape in Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, you know, I just love it here. I, I went camping one time, and I just I love. And this was recently um, when I went to Lake Tacoma. Um, and the, there was a ball, it wasn't a bald eagle, it was a golden eagle. And he was bouncing on the tree branch, just open and flapping. And he was just gorgeous. And I'd never seen something like that, you know, in Texas a lot of times, what we have is fire ants and longhorns. (laughs) (laughs) We don't get to see a lot of these really epic animals. And I'm watching this person, like this beautiful sight close up and I don't have my camera. So Mm. (laughs) it's, uh. It's fun, um, but I just, I went there to Hawaii to photograph the uh, wild spinner dolphin and the underwater, um, the underwater fish, and I wanted to go on top of the mountain because a lot of artists in Nebraska don't have that. Um, this next year coming up, I'd really like to focus on Lincoln uh, specifically and Omaha, along with travel up to a little bit northern Nebraska and explore and really get dug down deep but uh i'm really excited to see what my uh, future goals are mm-hmm. <laughs> i really like to photograph um country and just anything that i just see i mean i've laid down in the middle of uh like almost not in a driveway but very close to the off <laughs> mm-hmm. and looked up to get a hill with uh corn stalks and wildflowers so mm. i kind of just stop and photograph everywhere here mm-hmm. <laughs> i do have a, quite a few pieces of just country landscapes and it's just so inspiring to look out everywhere here it's just mm. beautiful that's wonderful to hear because i think the same thing <laughs> and i'm sure our <laughs> listeners can relate it just it's just plain gorgeous really it is and the weather is amazing mm. really we it's have very some, constant and nice we've had our amazing skies this year too so very fun. Well, you've really <laughs> oh. described a lot of the beginning of your creative process, you know, going out and driving or camping or, you know, just getting out. And you've also described the end of it, of making those decisions once you have an image. Uh, you know, how are you going to present that image? What happens in between there? Well, um, you know, I'm out and about. It takes some, you know, there's, there's a couple more steps. You know, I have to locate the location. Um, before, you know, before I even get to shoot, uh, I have to find what an idea of what I want to shoot. If, you know, I have to be prepared. You can't see me personally. I can't take my big DSLR and exchangeable lenses everywhere with me because A, it's going to get stolen and B, I just don't have time. I've got, you know, two little kids. It's going to get lost or broken or something. So you have to make sure you're prepared. Um, I can't, you know, take my kids with me quite often uh, because at like sunsets, if I want to do a moody shot, uh, because you know they just they don't get to stay up that late or they don't get to wake up before sunrise at three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, time it, it's there's a lot of planning that goes into it as well. But once I'm on a location, sometimes everything just falls through and you have nothing but the location itself. Um, and it's just it's always something nice comes out of that too. Um, and you know, you just kind of have to work with it. And once you find what you're looking for, uh, for example, on Labor Day weekend, my husband, uh, 
was watching the, watching my kiddos while I went out shooting. And um, he, I went out and I was looking everywhere at Memphis Lake. And there was, I was going to take a nice reflection off the water with some, you know, force in the background. And there was a giant shelf cloud that completely blocked the sky. Uh. <laughs> and no sunlight whatsoever except for this really soft yellow um, and some purples that came through. And it was just very soft, but not anything that I was planning on when I left the house, mm-hmm. when I saw my phone, when I looked through the weather mm. all day, partly cloudy. <laughs> was a lie. <laughs> but uh, I was there and, you know, I could go home or I could, you know, open up my eyes and, you know, smell the roses and see what's around me. And I found a fishing boat mm. and I just fell in love. It was in this little cove, little area. It was off to the side away from all the camping. And, you know, I saw the lighting was just gorgeous. And I just sat there. 20, 25 minutes taking photos of this one fishing boat trying to decide what is the best way to show what my vision is and how beautiful this little fishing boat is. And, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people walk over it and I just, I think it's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And I go home and I see, you know, my images of, I have like six different compositions that I try out and you know, we, I just kind of look through and find that one image that speaks to me personally and I hope speaks to you. Mm-hmm. So you take and many, many photos on spot there. Not not too many. Like, um, I would say, well, enough. I would say enough mm-hmm. photos. I have good six to 12 different compositions mm-hmm. of what I uh, want to do and kind of go there from there and see the finished product and I you know I have good you know 12 good photos but unfortunately if I put all 12 in my portfolio no one's going to be as excited about that fishing boat right <laughs> yes yeah, mm-hmm. so I uh I narrow the field and then I come to the one <laughs> yeah and you're talking about your personal soul and how that vision is speaking to you and to me, that gets down to what inspires you to create art. What? How do you I, know when it's the right one? You know, it's just, for me, it's the one that I truly love. And I really, really think captures what it is. And it's just a gut feeling. And, you know, I could be wrong. In fact, I have been a couple times. <laughs> um, but, you know, I feel like my art is a creation for me. So even if I didn't necessarily pick the best one, it's the one that I created. Mm-hmm. And that one I had in my mind, I mm-hmm. suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's capturing that special moment and that special feeling that's there. And yet it all has to come together in one image. Exactly. Where can we see your art? Well, you can always see my artwork at the Noise Gallery in Lincoln. I'm really excited to join there. Um, I'm a co-op artist there and really exciting. The sculptures and the artwork are just gorgeous. Awesome. (laughs) Um, And you can also see my work at the Passageway Gallery in downtown Omaha. So Mm -hmm. I kind of split my time between the two galleries. Mm Mm-hmm. You can also see me at the Omaha Farmer's Market 
I'm hoping to get in as a permanent position. This year I've been invited every weekend, so fingers crossed I do the same next year, but it's never guaranteed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Are there any other locations? Um, Yeah, I uh, also have a Facebook page, um, which is Ashley Stevens Photography. Um, And I also have an Instagram, which is at Ashley Stevens Photography. (laughs) And then I have my website, which is AshleyStevensPhotography.com. So you you can find me anywhere. I also do events as well. Um, I also have an email list if you're interested in joining, Mm -hmm. um, which is fun and lets you know the events and new products that come out along with new images. Mm -hmm. If we wanted to meet you, when's your next time or next few times you're going to be at Noise Gallery? Well, I'll actually be the featured artist in October. So it'll be the third Friday event, the 18th. And then I will also be working on the 25th, 9 to 5, um, at the Noise Gallery in Lincoln. Great. And a couple more times in November and December, too. Yeah. In November, I'll be working at Noise on the 8th. And, of course, on uh, first Friday, I will be there on the 1st in the evening. I'll Mm -hmm. pop in for a little bit. And then on the 15th, I will also be... uh, uh, working that evening, 9 to 5, and I will also be, hopefully, weather permitting, showing a few more uh, of my wall pieces outside mm. <laughs> that evening. Weather awesome. permitting. Yeah. Weather permitting. November snowing, could be. I'm not too, yeah, I'm, I'm, te- I'm from Texas. I can't handle the snow. <laughs> oh, well, I'm from yeah. Nebraska, and I can't either. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's wonderful. And I do find that most generally you work every first and third Friday during the day and then stay into some of the evening hours? I try to be there as much as possible. I do have to split my time between uh, the noise gallery and the passageway, but mm-hmm. this is my passion. I, you know, I do portraits as well, but mm-hmm. I, you know, anyone's interested, let me know. But I, I was just going to ask that. Uh, what yeah. kind of commissions do you do? I do portrait work, but I also do landscape and artwork. I come out to your property. Um, I pretty much anything you desire. I've done event work in the past. Um, I photographed for, uh, um, uh, oh my gosh, a children's book. I'm. Uh, I also am illustrating a children's book. So basically anything I with an author. So I am there. I do almost anything and everything. I feel like I'm a one-stop shop. <laughs> oh, well, you're meeting the needs of of what people want for photography. Well, I, you know, I hope so. I, you know, I actively try. I do, you know, I do paint as well, but, um, you know, I do a lot of different artworks. I used to sell jewelry. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm really, I do have a passion for the arts <laughs> in general. Mm, you um, do. But right now, yeah, I'm focusing on my photography. But mm-hmm. anything anybody ever needs artistically, I'm there. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Well, as you can hear, folks, uh, Ashley is very open and friendly and very excited and motivated about her photography, and her images are absolutely beautiful. You could even take a quick little peek at her work on the Noise Art Gallery 
uh, webpage, uh, noiseartgallery.com, and look under her artist tab, and you'll see quite a selection of different images that she has to offer. And obviously, she's got tons of other connections. Uh, look her up on Facebook or on her webpage, and you'll get to see what's new and what's happening. Well, th Ashley, thank you so much for joining us today. And it was just delightful to hear your stories all the way from high school as an AP student to now as a, a working artist and also balancing mom of two small kids. And how do you do that and keep yourself active as a professional? Very fun. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me. I was very excited to be on. Well, everyone, thanks so much for joining us. And remember, every first and third Friday, come on down to Noise Art Gallery if you want a little evening fun. We're open until 9 p.m. Coming up in November, we do have a, a special and unique show going on. It's called Together, What We Could Not Do Alone. And I am the curator for that show, so I've got to kind of promote that. <laughs> what I have done here is take my uh, 30 years of public school teaching and call back students that have worked with me in the past as a student and now are working as artists. And some of them range all the way from like 25 years ago, uh, who um, Jocelyn Reese, uh, she was a student of mine at Meadow Lane Elementary. And that was probably about 25 years ago. And is then came back to me again as a colleague, art educator at North Star High School, working on my team there, and now is living in uh, St. Louis, Missouri and teaching art there. Uh, so Jocelyn's gonna come back with uh, some of her art and show with me. And then um, I have some other artists as new as one year ago, um, Hope McCulley, one of our uh, former uh, gallery members at Noyes is going to come back into the gallery and show her work. And she came to me in the last, oh, I don't know, six months ago or a year, whatever, and um, uh, we did a little metalsmithing work together. She was wanting to push some ideas and, and things along with that. Uh, and that is not to mention Heather Alisco Duckers. She was a student of mine when she was in middle school, 20-ish um, years ago, 15 years, I don't know. Uh, Dana Clements uh, is a college student now who is a current private mentoring student. Uh, David Kokhanitz is a, a student that I had about five years ago uh, from the Ukraine. And Isabel Engel, also another student from about five years ago, who both are just new high school graduates and uh, trying to push out and seek into the world with their um, artwork. And then Taylor Wilson, who I've worked with for 10 years, is a uh, very quirky, innovative, creative um, artist making his way with his own business. So I really look forward to that opportunity in November to show with my students, and I hope you'll stop out and see us. Well, that's it for today, and please do come back and join us on Art Talk Live. Uh, remember, you can listen to any Art Talk Live podcast at kzum.org uh, forward slash Art Talk Live. This is Julia Noyes from the Noyes Art Gallery, and this has been Art Talk Live. I want to especially thank Lila Cho for her original violin composition that she did special for us. 
Tune in again. We'll be looking for you.